Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Defining Your Life podcast, where we focus on living in our purpose, practicing presence, and activating our power in each moment. I'm Marcherelle, your resident pep talk provider, and I invite you to join me as we continue to learn, lift each other up, and strive to level up together. Because we are never finished defining our lives, and it takes a village, so let's build one. Stay tuned for the episode. Hey everyone, I hope that all is well and that you spent some time this past week confronting the challenge of change in your life. Remember to take one step at a time, but remember to continue taking the steps. Seeing as though we are in the midst of Infertility Empowerment Week, I thought it only fitting to spend some time chatting with Deanna Murray, founder of Barren Fruit, a wonderful Philadelphia-based organization, and I'm going to allow her to tell y'all more about it. So welcome, Deanna. Hey, Marsharelle. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So y'all know the drill by now. We're going to hop right into it. Describe Barren Fruit in 30 seconds or less. All right. That's a tough one. Um, I guess Barren Fruit um, is something that was born out of the deepest uh, dark pain for me, um, but it birthed purpose. And so my my hope is that I get to ignite joy um, amongst others that suffer with infertility or reproductive health challenges um, and help them to know that they are fruitful and help connect them with um, with community, with resources, um, with their faith um, and that they can self-advocate for themselves. Um, When did you initially start to feel the calling for this work? When I first uh, got the calling for this work. I did not know that I would birth a child. Mm-hmm. I, I think I had realized that I did not need to have a child come from my womb in order to become a mother. Mm-hmm. So I had accepted this newfound way of being a mother, that it's something that is deep down in your soul, something that you're born with, this mothering nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had discovered that. And I was starting to come in touch with that, but I still was going through a cycle of depression when I first realized, like, wait a minute, this dark feeling, this is not the angle. Like, this is the process mm-hmm. to and journey to what God was trying to do in my life. And that that journey at the end and during that process can still be fruitful despite how you might feel. Like you might feel like you're broken. You might feel like you're unfruitful. You might feel like the complete opposite. Hence why I named it barren fruit. And it's intentionally an, like opposites. But it's also, if you say it a certain way, it sounds like bearing fruit, barren fruit. Um, and so like, I want it to be that for those that it, that really resonate with it. Um, and so yeah, I, it was it was before I had my daughter, before I knew I could produce a child, barren fruit was 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 brewing, mm-hmm. was brewing in my in the depths of my soul. It was brewing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you talked about that dark place. Can you talk about the healing power of leaning in and telling your story? It's difficult. I'll say that it's not the easy road. Um, in fact, when the first year that I, this is my fifth year having the, uh, a conference and like really um, turning this into a movement, um, 
But the first year that I did this, uh, I remember someone asking me, like, why, why do this? Right. Because at this point, I think Ari might have been um, Ari's my daughter. Um, mm-hmm. She may have been um, two. Um, and so remember, Baron Fruit was born before I knew I would have her. And so here I am two years in having a child and it still kept feeling like it, I felt like God was still whispering to me. Don't forget what I gave you. Don't forget mm-hmm. what I gave mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this person was like, you know, you, you have what you've been praying for. You could easily, most people want to just bury that part. They want to yeah. bury you, you very, you would be in your, your, your rights to like people would understand. Mm-hmm. So why do this? You know? And I was like, I have to, it's a calling, mm-hmm. you know? So like when you're called and it's a purpose that's been put inside of you, you have to do it. So the, the difficult part is in order for me to do it, I have to feel it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. each time over and o- so most people don't want to keep feeling pain they don't want to keep so that healing process let me just go back to your your question to make sure i'm answering it um it's uh a reoccurring healing yeah you know it's like i'm ripping the band-aid off and tearing open the wound so that i can pour into these women and men so that I can pour properly and connect. Otherwise, I disconnect. I forget what God did. I'm not able to pour the way I He needs me to. And so that healing process is something deep. That burying is not really healing, right? So you can show people how to move through, right? The process, because you're a testimony to that, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have what we might consider to be a tiny vision or even maybe what we may consider to be an incomplete one. What do you say to people who may feel they can't move forward with what's been placed inside them because they can't see the full picture? Mm. So I feel like I've had this conversation um, recently with my with my husband because your sight allows you to see what's in front of you. Your sight sees what's laid out and you can't see beyond that. Like you can't see beyond what's in your vision, right? And your front vision, like what's going on right here, right now, your current circumstance, you can't see beyond that. But the vision, true vision sees beyond that. True vision sees what's to come, mm-hmm. what is coming, what God will do through you, mm-hmm. sees beyond your circumstance. If you just look at where you are, if if I just looked at, listen, my body, you know, I, I don't like to word it that way, but this is how I felt. And this is how people will feel that are listening to this, that have experienced it. I feel like I was broken. Mm-hmm. Like I was broken. Something was wrong with me. I was not able to do what I should be created to do. I could not do it. And so looking at my circumstance, then you can begin to be like, woe is me. What's wrong with me? It's all about what I am not. Instead, the vision will allow you to see what I am. Yes, I am. I am. I am fruitful. I will be. I can be. God will. You know, I have the faith that he will produce and he will produce so much more than just a child. You know, when the Bible says be fruitful. Yes. He's not just talking about making babies. Like there are so many ways that we can be fruitful 
And yes, for some, we will still go on to to birth life. And in some cases, we will birth movements and we will birth ideas and we will birth so much. Like Baron Fruit would have never been born had I not gone through this. Yeah. I was pregnant with Baron Fruit all that time. Mm -hmm. So when I think about that, it gives me chills because being plagued with reproductive health challenges that can then affect your fertility is not something that just happened to you or you were forgotten or it's, no, you were chosen for this journey. Mm -hmm. You were chosen to walk this path because of what God has laid out for you. And I firmly believe if you do go on to birth a child or to adopt a child or, or the children that you raise in your community, um, there's a purpose and a mission there mm-hmm. that you would not have been placed in. You would not have been called in unless this happened. And, and there's something special he does through that because he tells that story over and over again in the Bible, mm-hmm. over and over again. So the reason he talks about um, women being barren and then what he produced through yeah. her and why. Um, and so there's a significance to your life. There's not it's otherwise you feel like it's the opposite. There's no significance. I'm forgotten, but no, there is, there's a calling on your life. And so if we're not careful, we miss that. And we don't focus on figuring out in that moment, what is God trying to birth through me? What am I, what is my purpose in this moment? Other And, 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 and the devil will use it against us because we'll sit there and think about all the things that we're not, and we will not walk in the light that God is calling you into. Yes. Yeah. That's very powerful. Can you talk about how transitioning from sharing your story, just, you know, one-on-one and more intimate settings to um, just placing this public engaging action behind it has really shaped you and your journey in life? Um, it's definitely shaped me um, because, um, you know, by by profession, I'm a designer uh, and you know, barren fruit began to be like this secondary thing that I that I felt passionate about that I was moving and I was doing um, at first once a year. And then I realized I needed throughout the year, like I can't just confine this to one moment. Um, and then slowly it just turned into a movement. And I've been, I started with just sharing my story mm-hmm. and then now moving to making sure that I'm ab- able to pass the mic and share and have others share their story so that people know that I'm sharing my story, but there's a lot of us mm-hmm. and we need to be heard. And then for those that aren't ready to share their story, that's okay. Almost like just recently I, I, I spoke for, um, at black maternal health, we, they were having a, a perinatal, um, health equity symposium. Um, and I was able to speak and share some stories because there were certain people in the room that I know, you know, I need to share the stories of people that can take action. Absolutely. You know, people that can make moves like, yeah. you know, I want us to be heard. And I want something to happen. Like, I don't want us to just it's needed. Don't get me wrong for us to talk and commune and to to see the community um, and, and learn to self-advocate and demand that action be be taken. And so um, the first time I shared my story, it wasn't so easy. It took a while to share my story. But then once I did it, it became easier and easier and easier. And so I'm very transparent and the people that know me know, like I will share because I firmly believe that when God has done something in you and you truly have a testimony, you can't shut that up. Like you, you can't keep that to yourself because he didn't do it for you just for you. And Mm -hmm. I realized that what he did through me and my body, even though I know we can't get into like 
how my less than 1% chance became a child. Yeah. You know, um, but I got to shout that. I always said that if he opens up my womb, that I wanted him to have the glory. Mm-hmm. That I wanted whatever happened, that he would get the glory. And he made sure <laughs> that her existence. Yes. It, it it doesn't make sense on paper. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense of how she's here. I mean, I was told I had less than 1% chance of ever conceiving child. And that if I did conceive with that less than one, not even 1%, y'all. So if I did conceive with that less than 1%, that it was a higher probability that that child would not make it to turn or even make it to my uterus. Mm-hmm. You know, so the fact that she's here and and through one tube, I have one little raggedy tube that was not clear. Um, is 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 nothing but God. That's it. And so I don't care what platform I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I have to say it. I have to because if I if I don't, like I'm shutting God's mouth. Like I am not sharing what He did for me, and I know that He did that not just for me, but for others. <sighs> I mean. I wish we had more time. Can you please tell everyone where they can find out more about what your organization is doing and all the activity that's um, around infertility empowerment? Yes. So they can go to my website, which is barrenfruit.org. And that is B-A-R-R-E-N fruit.org. Or they can go to Instagram at barrenfruit or Facebook at Barren Fruit. And they can learn about our organization, what we do, why we do it, the different events that we have going on, especially what we have going going on this week. So just make sure that you check out um, our website or follow us on Instagram to see what you have missed or what you don't want to miss. The power of active testimony, everyone. It started from a place of pain and now the purpose is clear. And I would like to leave you all with a few words today from Rick Warren. If you give it to God, he transforms your test into a testimony, your mess into a message, and your misery into a ministry. Thanks for listening, everyone. And thanks again to Deanna for joining us. Don't forget to share, subscribe, review, and rate the pod. Um, Tune in for what's left of uh, Fertility Empowerment Week. And I can't wait to chat with you all next week. Take care until then. 